Welcome back. This series is unlocking the power that is in God's Word. Unlocking the oracles, the pearls, the wisdom that is in God's Word. I know a lot of people are confused because right now there's a switch up. Normally we go live at 7 p.m. That's why you got to follow me on Instagram because I keep you updated on Instagram if there's any changes. We changed the live stream time tonight. We're going live right now instead of 7 p.m. It was a last minute switch up because I've got some stuff that I got to do tonight. And I wanted to make sure that I got the word out to you because the Bible says that the sower sows the word. Now, this is part two to a very powerful series. This series is about what it means to unravel the depth that's in God's word. You've heard me teach on this many times. But the Bible says that it is the glory of God to conceal in his word. He conceals matters. He conceals secrets. He conceals oracles in his word, secrets to answers that you need in life. In order to be successful in business, in marriage, in all spiritual things, as well as the natural blessing. But it says that it is the honor of us who reign as kings in this life to seek out those oracles. To dive into God's word by revelation knowledge and take the wisdom and apply it to our life and watch it be fulfilled on a daily basis. So if you didn't watch yesterday's episode, you got to go watch it. I talk about how important it is that God's word is your daily bread. That you have to read the Bible every day. Because if you don't get into God's word every day, you will starve your spirit man. God's word is your daily bread. Praise the Lord. I want you to go to Hebrews chapter 4 with me. And we're going to talk about today what it means that God's word is alive and active. Let me tell you where a lot of Christians tend to go south with this. They treat the Bible as if it's just another book. But I want you to write this down, and I want you to put it in the comments for me. The Bible is not just another book. You have to put a significance on God's Word. Yesterday I preached about how God exalts nothing above His Word. He says, even above my name, I exalt my Word. God exalts His own Word above His own name. If God puts that much value on the Word... How much more value do we need to put on the Word? You can't treat the Bible as if it's just another book. If you treat the Bible as if it's just another book that you read like a narrative, as I'm just trying to figure out historical facts, I want to see about how long it took for the Israelites to get through the desert. I want to see what part of Canaan the Israelites were walking through. I want to see what parts of Jerusalem Jesus preached in. That's all fine and dandy, but it does no good to your spiritual walk. Every time that you read this book, you should have an expectation that you walk away different than when you opened it. You should walk away with fresh revelation from God's word every day. The same way that you wake up and you expect to eat fresh food every day. You expect to get fresh water every day. You expect to be refreshed in the natural every day is the exact way that you should expect to enter and leave after feeding on God's word. Hebrews chapter 4, verse 12. For the word of God 
is living and active. I want you to highlight that. God's word is alive and it is active, sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing to the division of soul and of spirit, of joints and of marrow, and discerning the thoughts and intentions of the heart. That's deep. Let's unpack it. God's word is alive and active. What makes God's word alive and active? God's spirit. Jesus said in John chapter 6, My words are spirit and life. Spirit and life. That word spirit is referring to Holy Spirit. If you look it up, it's the same word used to refer to Holy Spirit. God's word is spirit and life. So the difference between the Bible and your history book is that the Spirit of God dwells in the pages of this book. God's Spirit reveals to you by revelation knowledge God's will for your life. I want you to write this down. The blessing of the Lord begins where the will of God is known. Write that down. The blessing of the Lord begins where the will of God is known. So in order to tap into the secrets, in order to tap into the wisdom, the living and active word of God, you must know God's will. And God's will is his word. When you understand that God's will is his word, every time you open it, every time you read it, you will read it with the sensation that you will be blessed and it will become a part of your life. You will be a tree that bears the fruit of God's word. It's alive and it's active. Now, I took down some notes. If you have the blue letter Bible, dissecting what those words alive and active meant in the Greek. The word alive is quick in other translations, like the King James Version says the word of God is quick and powerful. In the ESV, like I just read, it says it's alive and active. That word alive means quick, means power. It also means to live. It means to breathe. It means to enjoy to the fullest. And it's also the same word used for living water. So that same word, alive, means breath, means living water. It also means, in quotations, having vital power in itself and exerting that same power upon the soul. So that word, I want you to write this down. Alive or quick means the same power of God's word exerted upon the soul. Your soul is your mind, your will, and your emotions. So what it means that God's word is alive is that it means it has the power to transform your soul from the inside out. That's why if you remember in the Gospels, Jesus said when he was rebuking the Pharisees for sticking to their traditions, the traditions of man rather than of God, he said, clean the inside of the cup and the outside will clean itself. God's word is the only word that is anointed with the Holy Ghost to transform the soul. 
Remember in Romans chapter 12, verse 2, it says, we are not tra- we don't conform to the patterns of this world. Instead, we are transformed by the renewing of our minds. In John chapter 15, verse 6, Jesus said, you've been made clean by the words that I've spoken to you. In the book of Ephesians, it says that there's a continual washing of the word. So God's word has healing, powerful, washing, and transformative power to change the soul. The way that your mind works, the way that your will works, the way that your emotions function. Instead of being an emotional roller coaster, when you get into God's word and you read Joshua chapter 1, and he says, be only strong and courageous. Do not fear, for I will never leave you nor forsake you. God's word has the power to transform your mind to be a steadfast Christian instead of an emotional roller coaster. Instead of somebody that says, I struggle with depression. I struggle with anxiety. No, you say, mind, just like Paul said. He said, we take every thought captive and we cast down imaginations and make them obedient to Christ. So when your mind starts to get out of control, God's word is the only book that has the power to rein in the carnal mind and make it subject to the spirit and to God's word, making it obedient to Christ. I want you to write this down. God's word makes my mind obedient to Christ. You couldn't do it on your own. You need to be able to feed on the word of God. So that's what it means that it's alive. God's word is alive in you. It's not just dead words on a page like other books where you read a bedtime story and it gets in you and it leaves just as fast as it got in you. It goes in one ear and out the other ear. God's word gets written on your heart. Remember in Ezekiel 36, God said in those days, he's talking about these days, the last days. He said, I will remove their heart of stone and put in them a heart of flesh. And when I put in them a heart of flesh, I will write my laws and my statutes on their heart. God's word, when it is heard, is written on your heart. And it remains there. It's alive. It's active in your spirit and in your soul. Transformative power to change the soul. Now that next word, alive and active. That word active means powerful. And it's derived from the word energesis. Or energies. I don't know how to pronounce it. I don't speak Greek. (laughs) But it's the same word that we derive the word energy from. So not only does God's word transform your mind, and transform your soul, transform your body, it provides energy to exert by the power of God's Spirit. It means effectual power or energy. That's why if you've ever been in a service, even on these live streams, as God's Word gets inside of you, it pumps you full of faith, and you just feel like you've got more energy than if you just chugged six Red Bulls. I've been in some meetings (laughs) where I feel like my skin's going to pop off. I want to, I've, I've been in literal meetings where people get up and they run around the room. God's word carries power and energy. Jesus said, my words are spirit and life. Life, energy, vitality, power. When God's word gets inside of you, 
<laughs> you'll feel the power of God energize you like never before. And man, I'll tell you what, it's exhilarating. It'll change your life. So God's word is active. It's alive and it's active. Transformative. And energy, power, effectual power in doing. Go to Matthew chapter 13 with me. Before I read this, I want to tap into another reason why it's so important to understand that God's word is alive in you. Because when you hear God's word, think about if you've ever been in a church service or maybe you've joined me on a live stream like this and somebody's preached the word to you and it's like it got into your heart, but it didn't quite make sense or you didn't know what it meant at the time. But then two or three days later, suddenly something happens in your life. You read a devotion a couple days before or you heard a sermon and suddenly that scripture pops back up in your mind and you're like, wow, this is exactly what that was for or this is pertaining to that exact scripture. That's what it means that God's word is alive and it's active in you. That Holy Spirit will reveal God's word to you in different circumstances, with different situations to show you the power of of standing on his word in order to conquer inanimate objects or in order to conquer certain doors that need to be open in order to move certain obstacles in your life. The Holy Spirit, he will reveal God's word by being alive and active in you at the right time in the right moments in order to conquer what it is that God has for you to conquer. So it's important that God's word gets inside of you. What's inside of you will come out of you when the pressures of life squeeze you. See, a lot of people think that pressure is a bad thing. Pressure is not a bad thing. Hi, Sammy on YouTube. Hi, Nini on YouTube. Hi, Chad. Hi, Amber. Hi, Helen. Love you guys so much on YouTube. Pressure is not a bad thing. I want you to write this down. Put it in the comments for me. Let me see. Hi, CC on Instagram. Hello, everyone on TikTok. Love it. I want you to write this in the comments. Say pressure is not a bad thing. Pressure is what produces diamonds. When you crush olives and you apply pressure, it, cre it, it creates olive oil. When you crush vineyards, grapes, it creates grape juice. Wine. Pressure is not a bad thing. Pressure produces product. So when the pressures of life squeeze you, what's inside of you will come out of you. It's very crucial that God's word is inside of you. So that when sickness tries to come against your family, and that pressure squeezes you. You say, no, I believe God's word. I stand on God's word. It says in 1 Peter 2.24 that by Jesus' stripes we were healed. So I claim the word of God over my life, over my family. I command their bodies to line up with God's word. When it seems like finances are lost and you know that you're a tither, you know that you're a giver, you say, no, I stand on Malachi 3. The Bible says that God will rebuke the devourer for my sake. Therefore, my finances cannot be devoured. And you stand on God's word. When you get crushed by the pressures of life, 
God's word will flow out of you. And when God's word flows out of you, your reality will change into what God's word says. But it must be in you. It can't just be reading it and reiterating it. It's got to be in your spirit. What comes out? What comes out when you're not looking at the Bible? What comes out when you're praying? What comes out when you're in the spirit and you're worshiping? The Bible says, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Whatever is in your heart is what will come out. And the power of life and death are in your tongue. God's word is life. And it is spirit, Jesus said. So when it is in you, you will speak life to your circumstances. There was a woman a couple of weeks ago in one of my meetings. The spirit of death was on her. And I felt when I went to pray for her that I needed to curse the spirit of death. So I did. I went up and I spoke death to death. I spoke life into her body. I said, spirit of death, I bind you in the name of Jesus. And I command you to leave this woman. And then I said, I speak life into your body. This woman, she was carried into the meeting. Ten minutes later, she was running around the building and she ran up to the front and gave me a hug. That's just one story of many. God's word has that kind of power to get into somebody and change them. And it's alive and it's active. And when it gets into you, it has the same effect. Amen. Matthew chapter 13, verse 1. The same day Jesus went out of the house and sat beside the sea, and great crowds gathered about him, so that he got into a boat and sat down. And the whole crowd stood on the beach, and he told them many things in parables, saying, A sower went out to sow. And as he sowed, some seeds fell along the path, and the birds came and devoured them. Other seeds fell on rocky ground, where they did not have much soil, and immediately they sprang up, since they had no depth of soil. But when the sun rose, they were scorched, and since they had no root, they withered away. Other seeds fell among thorns, and the thorns grew up and choked them. Other seeds fell on good soil and produced grain, some a hundredfold, some sixty, some thirty. So the proper seed thrown on the proper soil produces some a hundredfold, some sixtyfold, and some thirty. Verse 18, the parable of the sower explained. Hear then the parable of the sower. When anyone hears the word of the kingdom and does not understand it, the evil one comes and snatches away what has been sown in his heart. This is what was sown along the path. As for what was sown on rocky ground, this is the one who hears the word and immediately receives it with joy. Yet he has no root in himself, but endures for a while. And when tribulation or persecution arises on account of the word, immediately he falls away. As for what was sown among thorns, this is the one who hears the word, but cares of the world, and the deceitful, the deceitfulness of riches choke the word, and it proves unfruitful. As for what was sown on good soil, this is the one who hears the word and understands it. You are going to be a person that hears God's word, and understands it, and it will be active in your life. He indeed bears fruits and yields in one case a hundredfold, and another sixty, and another thirty. So Jesus taught that God's word is a seed, and that the sower, that's me right now, 
The sower scatters the seed. It's my job to plant God's word into the hearts of those that follow me. I'm a preacher of the gospel. That's what I've been called to do. The seed of, I feel the anointing on this. God wants you to hear this. Get this in your heart. God's word, when it's planted in good soil in your heart, will produce a hundredfold result, 60-fold result, and a 30-fold result. If the soil of your heart is primed. So when you come onto these live streams and I preach the word into you, you can expect it to be alive and active in you. And that seed, when it's in you, it continues being watered by your words. You say, thank you, Lord, that your word is in me. Your word says I'm the head and never the tail. That you've set me on top and never beneath. You said in Deuteronomy 28, I'm blessed when I come in. I'm blessed when I go out. You said in Joshua chapter 1, you'll never leave me. You'll never forsake me. All, I'm, all I got to do is meditate on your word day and night. You said in Psalm chapter 1 that if I do, I'll be a tree planted by streams of water. And I'll bear fruit in every season. My leaf will not wither. When you start watering God's word like that in your spirit, it bears a hundredfold, sixtyfold, and thirtyfold fruit in your life. But what did he also teach? He said some people don't understand it at all. And then he said other people get excited about it. But when persecution hits and catastrophe hits, they stop speaking the word of God and they back up. That's what many Christians do. They hear the word of faith. And then when sickness hits, they stop speaking the word and they say, oh, must not have been true. Or some crazy bill comes out of nowhere and they say, oh, must not have been true. Maybe I'm not really blessed. But the Bible says there's also other people that they grab a hold of it. And no matter what persecution comes, no matter what mountain is in their way, no matter what valley seems to be in front of them, they stand on the word and the mountain moves. The valley is brought up high. Whatever the object is, whatever the trial is in life, it departs from them because they stand on the word. You are going to be someone that stands on God's word. And it will not depart from your mouth. The mountains in your life are going to move today. Those valleys in your life are going to be brought up today. The struggles that have been before you are going to leave you today. And God's word is going to be your deliverer in Jesus' mighty name. Type I receive it in the comments if you receive it. God's word is seed. Your heart is the soil. You are the tree. Go back one more chapter to Matthew chapter 12. Verse 33. Ben and Knox. Good to see you guys in Australia. I love you. Either make the tree good and its fruit good, or make the tree bad and its fruit bad. For the tree is known by its fruit. You brood of vipers. How can you speak good when you are evil? For out of the abundance of the heart the mouth speaks. The good person out of his good treasure brings forth good. And the evil person out of his evil treasure brings forth evil. I tell you on the day of judgment, people will give account for every careless word they speak. For by your words you will be justified. And by your words you will be condemned. So God takes words very seriously. 
You're much better off having God's word come out of your mouth than your own words. Amen. <laughs> and some people will learn that the hard way. You don't want to be someone that learns it the hard way. You're never wrong when you quote God, a great man of God said. And it's true. You're never wrong when you quote God. When you get God's word in your heart, find out whatever answer you need in life. Whatever situation you're going through, find four Bible verses about that topic. If you're struggling financially right now, find four verses that it says in Galatians chapter 3, Deuteronomy 28, Proverbs 15 verse 6, Proverbs 10 22. Find different Bible verses about God's will for your finances and stand on them, believe on them, and speak them out of your mouth and thank God for them. If it's health, do the same thing. Whatever you need in your life, the Bible says in Philippians 4.19, God supplies all of our needs according to His riches and glory in Christ Jesus. God will supply all of your needs. It's in His Word waiting for you to believe and speak it. 2 Corinthians 3, us having the same spirit of faith, we believe, and so we speak. Believe God's word and speak it over your situation today. And watch how your situation will change right before your eyes. We'll close with this. Romans chapter 10 verse 17 says, Faith cometh by hearing, and hearing the word of God. It says in Hebrews 11 verse 1, now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. God's word produces faith and revelation knowledge, which is a substance in your spirit. And when that revelation knowledge, that faith is released out of your mouth, it brings forth results. So God's word, alive and active in your spirit, at an opportune time when spoken out of your mouth will create those things which you do not see. For example, God's word is that Jesus took stripes that we all might be healed. So it says that healing is the children's bread, which means when I see a sick person, I know it's God's will that they are to be made well. So I believe that in my heart. It's alive. It's active in me. So almost by second nature, it's by first nature now, I've received a divine nature. When I see a sick person in my meeting, I lay hands on them and I command them to be healed. And Jesus heals them. And they, their reality then aligns with God's word. That is faith. That is faith released and that is faith fulfilled. Now faith. It's substance that's in you already. It's got to be in you. So that when the, opportun when the opportunity arises, you can release faith and move that mountain. People will be healed. People will be delivered. People will be brought higher. That's what God's word, alive and active in you, will do. It's alive, like we said. It's got power. And there's energy behind it. Then when it's released, where? Think about Jesus. When those six soldiers came to find him. After praying in the Garden of Gethsemane, they said, we're looking for Jesus of Nazareth. Jesus said, I am he. And it said the six soldiers fell backwards out under the power of God 
just from his words. That's the power that's in God's words. Praise the Lord. Go to Mark 11, 23, and this will be the last verse I read. And then I'm going to pray for people. If you need healing in your body, I'm going to pray for you. And if you need a miracle, I'm going to pray for you. We're going to join our faith together. The Bible says that where two agree on something, it'll be established. God will do it. Mark 11, verse 23. Truly I say to you, these are the words of Jesus. Whoever says to this mountain, be taken up and thrown into the sea, and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that what he says will come to pass, it will be done for him. Whatever you believe, if you do not doubt in your heart, it'll be done for you. You can even cast <laughs> you can even cast a mountain into the sea. Someone said on Instagram, where is your meetings so that we can come? Uh, find You can go to my website, revivalway.com, and find my schedule. You can find out when and where I'm preaching. I've got a meeting in Iowa tomorrow night. I'm going to pray for people. I just walked you through how God's word is alive and active. And when it's inside of you, it has the power to do great and mighty things. And it'll do those same things when it leaves your mouth. Praise God. Now I want to pray for people. Cece said, pray for my spine and my right leg. Thank you. All right, we're going to pray right now. People are going to get healed. Whatever you need healing for in your body right now, I want you to get ready to receive your healing. The Bible says Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. Jesus would teach, he would preach, and he would heal. We're in Iowa, Orange City, Iowa. Tomorrow at 7 p.m. in Orange City, Iowa, Fields of Faith. You can find it on my Instagram or go to my website. That's where my meeting's at tomorrow. Healing for soul ties, anger, and forgiveness. I'll pray for that as well. I'll pray for anybody. People said I got addiction that needs to go away. Whatever you need an answer prayer for right now. Stage 4 cancer. We'll take care of that too. The power of God will blow cancer out. Jesus, the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. Acts chapter 10, verse 38. How God anointed Jesus with the Holy Ghost and power to go around doing good and healing everyone who was sick. I'm going to pray for you right now. The healing anointing is going to come upon your body, and you're going to be healed wherever you need it. Someone said, I got a frozen left shoulder. It'll be released right now. Wherever you need healing in your body, get ready. I feel the anointing. Take your hand and place your hand on that body part right now. As you do, I'm going to pray. And as I pray, you're going to feel a warm sensation flow through your body. That's Jesus Christ healing you. Say this out loud. I believe and I receive my healing now. Thank you, Lord. Receive this. Father... In Jesus' mighty name, I command everybody to line up with your word. I command these bodies to be healed in Jesus' name. From the top of your head to the soles of your feet. Cancer, I curse you at the root. 
You are bound and cast into the abyss. Shrivel up and die right now in Jesus' name. I command you to leave. I bind the spirit of death and I cast you out. And I command life into your body in Jesus' name. Shoulder, I command you to loosen. Addiction to nicotine, I break it off of your life now in Jesus' name. Receive it. Praise the Lord. Spine issues. I command your spine to be healed now in Jesus' mighty name. I see somebody with a, you got a cast or you have a, something's wrong with your ankle like a boot. Jesus is healing your ankle right now. Take your boot off. You're totally healed. Totally healed. Whoever is on crutches, totally healed. Traumatic brain injury. I think that's my friend, uh, Lindsay. Take your hand and put it on your head. Luminous stylist. The power of God comes on your brain now. You're totally healed in Jesus' name. I command your head be healed. The pressure on your brain is totally relieved. Jesus heals you now. Totally healed. There we go. We got people getting healed on Instagram already. Praise the Lord. I had a guy recently who couldn't hear high-pitched sounds. And so he had hearing aids from birth. And he was on one of the live streams. And the Lord told me that someone needed to be healed. Their ears needed to be healed. And he got healed. And he threw out his hearing aids and he never used them again. Totally healed. Praise God. Jesus is the healer. He healed in the Bible and he still heals now. He's alive. And his ministry hasn't stopped. Anyone that struggled with depression or anxiety, it leaves your life now. The anointing destroys the yoke of bondage. Receive your freedom. Praise the Lord. Well, God bless you, everybody. I want to give people an opportunity to sow into the ministry now. Make sure you, you send me a message on Instagram and on YouTube. I want to hear your testimony about how Jesus healed you. We give him all the glory, all the honor, and all the praise. As you know, I reached 150 million people by the grace of God last year. This year, I'm aiming for 200 million people. 200 million people with the gospel. And you can help me out with that. Currently, starting a couple days ago, my ministry, Revival Way, we feed 25 kids every day in the country of Nicaragua. So if you've been impacted by these teachings, I'd ask for you to pray right now and ask the Lord what He would have you give. Give to the work of the ministry. We got big things in store. I said last night, I'm believing God that we're going to get commercial property in the near future. To build a real studio. This studio is nice, but it's time to get bigger. To bring on a full team. To reach even more people. Samantha said, are you early tonight? Yeah, I am early tonight, Samantha. I've got a meeting in a few minutes. So we hopped on early tonight. This will be posted and you can watch this after it's posted though. This was a great one. So I'd ask that you ask the Lord, pray right now and say, Lord, what would you have me give? What would you have me give to the ministry? And those of you that would give, you can give through Venmo, through Cash App, through PayPal, all at Revival Way. Venmo is at Revival Way. Cash App is dollar sign Revival Way. PayPal 
is that revival way. I want to share a story quickly about giving. A seed carries great power. When you believe God and you sow financially into a man or a woman of God, it really shakes the heavens and God rewards it. I've shared this story before, but it really changed my life. There was a time when God asked me to empty my bank account, almost. It was, it was basically everything I had left. And it was, it was rough. But the Bible says those that sow in tears reap in joy. So it, it literally about brought me to tears when I emptied my bank account. Hey, Brother Colton. I emptied my bank account and gave it to this other minister. And when I did, it about brought me to tears. But a couple days later, another minister came up to me and he said, Hey, I'm going to give you $12,000 for you and your ministry. Now, that was pretty cool because that was greater than the amount that I had given to the other minister. So God sees your need and where your need is, you plant a seed. So financially, find a seed that's going to reap the harvest for your need. For me, God knew that I needed finances for the ministry. So he told me to take what I had in my hands, like the little boy with the two fish and five loaves, and give it to the Lord so that he could multiply. And when I did, he came through and he multiplied. It was $540 I gave to that minister. And a couple days later, a minister comes up to me and gives me $12,000. That's quite the increase. So believe God right now, and I'll join my faith with you. Whatever you believe in God for, put a demand on your seed. Some people give $100. Some people give $1,000. Some people have businesses and they give $10,000. Wherever you need a miracle in your life, believe God for it right now. And let's pray together. Father, in Jesus' mighty name, I join my faith with every person that's sowing financial seed into this live stream and into this ministry to help us reach 200 million souls for you and to keep feeding starving children all over this earth. Lord, right now, let it be done unto them as they have believed, some a hundredfold, some sixtyfold, and some thirtyfold. But everyone pressed down, shaken together, and running over. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. And amen. Believe God for whatever you're sowing for. And as you can see on the screen with YouTube, Right now, I'm believing God for 100 monthly partners at $100 a piece. Ask the Lord if you would be one of those 100 monthly partners. We've had a ton of people jumping on board already. And it's so cool to see how many people are hungry to advance the kingdom of God. A couple weeks ago, the Lord told me to sow some seed. So I sent $1,000 to a pastor that I love with all my heart. And I put a demand on the seed. I said, Lord, I believe that this $1,000 seed will end up turning into 100 monthly partners at $100 or more a pop. So anybody that feels that right now, if you feel like, Talon, I want to be one of those 100, I want you to go to my website, RevivalWay.com, and click Partner Financially today. And when you do, become a monthly partner. And those of you that become a monthly partner, I'm going to send you one of my favorite books. This book changed my life. It's the seven laws that you must honor to have uncommon success in life by Dr. Mike Murdoch. I'm telling you, whether it's for the ministry, business, marriage, whatever it is, 
If you're looking to have success in life, this book will change your life. He explains all the different laws that the Bible talks about and how to apply them to your day-to-day -day life. And it will blow your mind. So anyone that becomes a monthly partner at $100 or more, you'll get this book and I will add you to a private Zoom session. And once a month, starting on November 1st, we're going to have a private Zoom session, you and me. Oh, that's awesome. Someone just said, just got that book. It's so amazing. It is. It's amazing. And it's like a short read, but it'll rock your world. So anyone that becomes a monthly partner today, I'm going to add you to a private Zoom session. And starting on November 1st, every month, you'll have private access to me with a small group. I guess it's not a small group. It's going to be a big group of monthly partners where I'll answer your questions. We'll talk about the ministry. It's going to be so much just glory. It's going to be powerful. I'll tell you about the tips and tricks that I use to reach hundreds of millions on social media and all of the, the nitty gritty things. It's going to be awesome. We're going to have a great time together. And there's going to be some of you on here, you know, some monthly partners, they give a thousand a month. Some give a hundred a month. Hey, look at that. Brother Colton just said, I'll increase my amount. Praise the Lord, brother. God bless you. The Lord will increase your harvest in Jesus name. Some people give a thousand. Some people give a hundred and not everybody can give a hundred. Start where you're at. There's some people that give 10. There's some people that give 50. Wherever you're at, start where you're at and God will multiply you. And then like Brother Colton, you just increase your giving as it goes along. That's what I've done. Currently, we have eight ministries that we sow into right now. And we're feeding 25 kids every day. I started with one ministry that I would give to every month. Now, I'm blessed enough to give to eight other ministries that are out leading people to Jesus. They're also feeding hungry people. They're taking care of the poor. It started with one, and the Lord has slowly increased me over a year to now help support eight other ministries. What a blessing. Amen. Someone just said my back's cracked like five times. Hey, be healed, brother, in Jesus' name. All right, God bless you, and thank you, everybody, for your giving. I love you so much. Tomorrow night, we will not be having a live stream because I will be preaching in Iowa. Go check my website. Make sure you get to this event. It's going to be awesome. You're going to love it. God bless you, everybody. I love you so much. Thanks for your giving. And don't forget, if you become a monthly partner, go onto my website and click the link that says claim my offer. You got to go click that so that I can get your information to send you the book. If you don't go click it, you don't get the book and you don't get the information for the Zoom. So if you become a monthly partner, go to my website, revivalway.com and click at the top where it says claim my offer and go click that link. It'll give me your email and all your information, and we'll tackle things from there. God bless you. I love you, and I'll see you on Thursday night.